Hey y'all, welcome back to a brand new podcast episode. Eight. Okay, so y'all, it is a rough time for 90s pop stars. We lost Aaron Carter back in um, December. I'm sorry, November, I think, right before his birthday. And sadly, um, today we lost a member of S Club 7. Uh, sorry, I'm right by a train. Um, but yeah, we lost a member of S Club 7 this morning, Paul. Um, one of the members of S Club 7, he, so Paul was actually one of the seven members, uh, original members of the group. Um, he was there for a few years and then he decided to leave, um, for whatever reason. He was dating Hannah, actually another member of S Club, and then left. I don't know if that's what made him leave. I have no idea. I don't think so, but he did end up leaving, um, and doing other things. And then he eventually was going to, he was set to come back for an S Club 7 reunion tour or reunion concert, whatever they were going to go on. Um, earlier this year, they announced it, like I would say probably about a month ago. It was really, really weird. And then all of a sudden this morning, I'm reading that he's passed away. Um, I, I think his name is uh, Cattermole. Paul Cattermole, I think is his name. Um, very, very sad news. Just really, really sad. I, I'm, you know, growing up, I was a huge s club seven fan my dad actually was what got who got me interested in s club seven i remember um back in the day i had like so many cds you know i was growing up with cds and stuff and s club had a show on back then i think it was called fox family and um you know they were there for the 90s craze like the britney spears backstreet boys um you know era of music they you know had like steps and stuff like 18s there was a ton of like boy girl bands that were out at the time they had a mixture of boys and girls but s club seven was like one of the bigger ones and certainly one of the largest in number there were seven of them um there was john paul bradley um joe hannah rachel and um tina you know so there were seven of them and yeah they were just a really cool fun group i really loved their music um and i actually mean that like i loved s club um S Club Party, Never Had a Dream Come True, uh, Two in a Million. Um, I, my favorite album from them, I think, was like, uh, I forgot it was, what it was called, but it was just S Club. Paul, I don't think, was a part of that record. Um, but they had songs like, I mean, So Alive. Um, I think there was, um, um, oh my gosh, uh, Sun, uh, You Bring the Sunshine to My Life, or it's called Sunshine. Um, you, um, Gangsta Love, which I unapologetically love. I love the song Gangsta Love. But Paul had left the album... I think Paul had left right before the album. He The last album he did was Naturally, which I have that album as well. Um, but yeah, my dad was like the one that really got me interested because I couldn't find a CD at that time that I wanted the day that it was released. And he was like, why don't you just get the S Club 7 album? They're, you know, they're a pretty good group. And he didn't want me listening to like, you know, the worst of worst music, like, you know, over sexualization, obviously. And S Club 7 had like the perfect mix. Like there were songs that were kind of like pushing but not pushing too hard you know they were kind of more of a fun loving group and just silly and so I got into them and it was those last two albums that they had that I really appreciated and loved a lot um growing up and then obviously like like I said with the S Club 7 TV series where Linda Blair from The Exorcist randomly was in uh a few of the the seasons I think she was the hotel manager that they stayed at um I think it was like S Club LA or whatever and they ended up going like around the world um but I ended up loving that show and watching many of the seasons, especially the last season of the show. I loved watching that on Fox Family. I think it, I think at one point it might have... No, I think it was always Fox Family. I don't think it was ever ABC Family at the time the show was airing. Um, and then I would watch like the S Club 7 concerts because they would do concerts on ABC Family. 
or Fox Family. Um, and then finally they had the movie Seeing Double, which was also like part of the album Seeing Double, um, which was a really like fun movie. Yes, no, Paul wasn't in it, but still like it was cool to see the band. And I mean, just the fact that they were, you know, about to embark on a whole new tour just, you know, at some point this year for only, for them to only like, you know, eventually him only pass away and pass away so suddenly it's weird. Um, and it's, it's sad because you really, you know, I, again, I grew up loving S Club 7. I loved every member of the group. I loved, um, you know, Bradley, Paul, John, all of them. Like they all had their own things about them that made them really cool members of the group. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's, just, it's really sad and it's unfortunate that like he passed. It, it's, it's weird. Cause it's like, they were just about to make like a comeback tour. Like they were talking about, I remember a few years ago, they were on some, um, like, British show talking about you know coming back together and all of them being back after all these years so it's so weird to me that this happens like so so close to whatever was you know going to be popping off for them soon and like like I said it's just very sad it's very unfortunate and it makes you wonder if something had happened maybe you know I, I don't want to make any accusations any claims of things I don't know but it just seems weird for him to pass away now you know what I mean like just when he's so close to coming back and doing things with S Club. I know I was so hyped. I was making even like little puns about not not him, but like, you know, when they when the announcement that S Club was coming back, I was making little puns on like social media like, so is is John gonna finally give me that gangster love that he promised? Like I wanna know what that gangster love is, Riley. Uh Riley, uh Paul and Bradley, I wanna know what you're talking about. I wanna know what you're talking about with that gangster love. They were the ones on the track, so what you talking about? But um yeah, it's just really, really sad. I, I would have loved to have seen, um, you know, Paul be a part of the songs, like performing the songs with them that he wasn't, a, you know, that he wasn't a part of with the, the latest S Club album with like, you know, Gangsta Love and Sunshine, assuming they would even perform some of those songs on tour. But a lot of the songs off that album, I think, went on to be some of their more like successful songs or like, sorry, or songs that fans would want to request on like a supposed like, you know, uh, reunion tour so I would imagine at some point he would have to sing those songs and it would have been great to hear his voice on some of those tracks because Paul like even though Joe carried the group and sung majority of the songs and Bradley sometimes like sometimes Bradley Paul and John would assist and Rachel too she sung songs as well it was more so Tina and Hannah that sung the least lead not that they shouldn't I feel like they should have been singing more but you know they didn't sing as much Joe definitely handled majority of the songs and if there was a guy part it would be kind of interchangeable between John Paul and Bradley um but mostly Joe carried most of the songs on on not that she was the only one that could sing they could all sing in fact I think Paul had a really beautiful voice his like to me a standout track that he's on um that I noticed he could really sing was the song Reach I really like his part in the song Reach um and I remember watching that on their S Club 7 tour and like really just loving all of the members. And it's sad, it, it, you know, it, it really is sad. And I mean, could they do this reunion tour without him? Yes, they could, but like, I don't think it would be the same now, you know? Like I think while it'd be great to see them on stage to know that he was so close to being a part of that reunion, I think would just be really, really sad. And, and how, I don't know, like I just, there's so many questions I'm sure not, not only myself, but so many S Club 7 fans have, which is just like, wait a minute, like, 
what happened? Like, what's, what's going on? Was he sick for a long time? Was this some sort of condition that he had? Was it a substance thing? Was it just something that, you know, a freak accident? I don't know. I, I really don't know. And I haven't really gotten any information um, as to what it could have been. But yeah, I mean, it's just, I've honestly, like, and I, I kid you not, I've been listening to their music, you know, more so the last couple of months, especially like a few of the songs from, so there was an album that S Club released. I didn't realize because a lot of their music uh how it's released in the uk isn't necessarily how it's released here and so i went on itunes like last year trying to find more of their like their songs like than the the ones i had already the albums that i had um because i was trying to put like a 90s playlist of music i like together and like 90s 2000 of course s club 7 comes up and i couldn't find a lot of their music on itunes which i thought was weird and so i did like an album review of one of their albums the one that i thought i had and a lot of the songs were not featured on that album. They were split between two albums. There was the S Club album that I had, and there was S Club seeing double from the movie. So they split a lot of the songs that I had on my album um, onto a different album for the UK release. So it was really confusing. And there were a lot of bonus tracks that I had never heard before. Like one of the songs was Every Kind of People, which is like an older song that they redid. It was like an 80s song that they, or 70s, 80s song they redid. And I listened to it and I fell in love with it. I thought it was so much fun. I've been blasting that song for like months now because it's just, it's a, it's a feel good version of that song and I just like the way their voices sound on that track you know what I mean like it's, it's one of those hidden gems you never knew you needed but you wish you had in your childhood because I would I would have been rocking it back then like Britney Spears with her song like I'm so curious and stuff when you like when they finally re-released the Baby One More Time album and then gave you like some songs that you didn't hear when the album first debuted and how like I, if I don't know I always think about how different my life would have been had I heard those songs as a kid but I probably wouldn't have appreciated them as much as I do now because I have these bonus songs that weren't available to me or I didn't know of back then um but yeah I've been blasting that song for a while so like that on top of hearing that they're going to come back tour which admittedly sounded ridiculous I was kind of like well, like who's gonna like I mean, I know I would, but I'm like, who's going to fill a stadium of S Club? And I'm not coming down S Club 7 at all, but I'm just saying, like, who's going to fill a stadium or whatever, like, for an S Club 7 reunion? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's going to do that? But potentially, maybe a lot of people would have. I, I really don't know. But now it's it's just sad. But just thinking about the fact that um, I went from listening to this, the announcement of them making a tour, comeback tour, and then him passing, it just, so, it just seems so, like, what the heck? Like, I mean, you know what I mean? It's weird. It's weird when you're listening to an artist even if it's an old song and there's all these new things coming their way and then all of a sudden they pass it's very very sad and i don't know i would have i would have loved to have seen him a part of it you know part of that s club 7 tour because like i said s club 7 was a pretty big part of my adolescence and teenage years of music because like i said i listened to you know the backstreets the britney uh bewitched uh five o-town 98 degrees dream dream street like i aaron carter like samantha mumba i listened to all that music growing up i loved that music whether people liked it or not or whether it was corny or cringy or not i think i've even done reaction episodes to s club 7 on this podcast channel before so this is not a new thing um and just to hear that he's passed away paul is really sad you know what i mean because like s club 7 was definitely different after he left i did like the music after he left but it was still a different vibe you know what i mean like i 
I loved the makeup of S Club 7. I loved the idea of like three guys and four girls. Like that lineup is just really cool. Um, and I don't like, I don't know, like they, each guy on the show or even in the music, maybe less in the music, but on the shows and in the movies, they all had their own like things that made them cool, make them stand out. They weren't just kind of like glorified backup dancers. Sometimes, you know, the boys in these boy girl groups just seem like they're just there. They're not, they don't have a purpose. Like I'm not trying to come for anybody, but like, for example, like, um, uh, what is it? Uh, oh my God. Like kind of like 18s and, um, steps. It just seemed like the guys were more so there and that's it. Like the girls did most of the heavy lifting. The guys were just there. There's something about the guys in S club that definitely had more, in my opinion, more of a purpose to them. And each one had their own kind of like thing that made them unique and stand out. Like the guys from steps, you couldn't really tell me much about them that I would be like, it would be memorable to me because their personalities, their personalities, it really didn't shine to me. It's my personal opinion. Um, and the same thing with 18s, even though they were younger and the guys sung, um, a lot of their personality traits did not shine to me, but in S Club 7, they did because you had Bradley who was kind of like the bad boy of the group. I kind of liked his behavior. You had Paul who was, or you had John who was like the softer, kind of sweet one, maybe a little bit goofy and quiet. And then you had Paul who was kind of a mix of both. He was kind of like the more like straight man of the group, you know, as in like he was the one that kind of like, he wasn't necessarily, he, he was silly in times. He was goofy at times. Um, he kind of had the bad boy part at times down, but he seemed like kind of like just I, like, like if they were a, like a trio, he would probably be like the front man of that trio. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of how he kind of stuck out to me in that group. Like if there was a male leader, it would be, it would kind of, uh, I don't think they necessarily, necessarily needed a leader, but I, I definitely felt like if those three boys were just their own group, Paul would probably be the center one in there. And then Riley and they are Riley. I don't want to call him Riley, Bradley and then john that's how i feel like it would go like that's in in that order um but yeah i mean it's just it's really sad that he passed away apparently he passed away with his family um around him and so i don't know if he was sick for a while or anything i i i, I don't know it's just it's really sad and like also with all the stuff about aaron carter and like new music apparently being released under a different name uh about aaron carter i listened to some of those tracks and they did not sound like aaron carter like honestly okay i don't i don't want to sound mean or anything but on aaron carter's best day i don't think he sounds as good as what this guy sounds like on this track obviously his voice has been messed with maybe and tampered but he still sounds better than aaron and i think that what these are were like maybe aaron wrote these songs or maybe they're like aaron like like demo tracks but i don't think that's aaron's voice on these tracks at all i just don't and the past couple of years like we've had a time you guys like before aaron carter died there was chris torresdale that passed away and now you know and uh, probably countless others there's a lot of rappers that pass too a lot of those rappers that i don't listen to their music a lot of like a lot of the rock stars that pass too i don't listen to as much of their music so it doesn't affect me on the same level but like my 90s pop kids chris torresdale aaron carter and now paul uh catermol catermol however you say his name um or catermol however you say his name um him passing away it's just it's really sad it's like it's sad. the guys of o-town there's only one member of o-town left or not o-town sorry um lfo lfo yes lfo 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 yes lfo um left there's only one member and it's like wow like like losing you know people from that generation of, of music like i don't like i don't know they're all kind of relatively i mean he was i think 46 paul was 46 but even him being 46 that's not old to me at all like i mean i don't know i'm i'm 
34 now, but like that's not old to me. And it's just, it's sad. It's very, very sad. And it makes me wonder like what they're gonna, what their next plan is with that. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, it now I feel like there's gonna be a lot of shoulda, coulda, woulda in my mind of like, man, I wish I would have heard his voice singing those songs that he was never a part of and how it would have affected the arrangement of the songs because there were certain numbers in in some of the the later stuff that they sung that he he could have definitely like helped out with he could have sung a bridge somewhere because he is a good singer like i i don't think any of the members of s club seven were bad singers i think some of the songs that some of the girls like hannah and and um rachel and um tina got were not necessarily for their vocal ranges because they add their own kind of sounds like joe has such a strong sound to her the other girls have just different sounds like i realized that like something about tina gives her kind of a kylie minogue vibe she kind of has that sound to her um rachel has a, a strong voice too it's a different kind of strong than joe's um and then you have hannah who's got her own kind of sound too it's a little more breathy um with hannah but i mean like it really depends on the music that they're allowed to sing and what that brings out of them and like i said i think paul had a really good strong voice too and it's just sad that like we'll never get to hear more unless there's more songs that they didn't release back in the day which i mean at this point could they release them now sure i i guess it's never too late but it just seems kind of I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that there was some stuff they worked on in the studio that he had his voice on currently that we can hear. Because um, I would love to know what they sound like now all singing together. But I imagine that would be probably pretty painful for the other band members to release new music with Paul on the track knowing that he is now gone. But I don't know. It's just very sad. I really feel for his his mom, his 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 family, um, and obviously the other members of S Club who were about to go on this tour with him, their hearts must be so broken. This must be very devastating to them. Even if, like, they knew that he was sick or whatever the case may be, it's still probably pretty shocking because they had these plans to go on this tour. And that's just really sad. It's really sad when people have plans to make comebacks and then pass away. That's very, very sad. And it reminds me of the Aaron Carter thing. Like, he had plans. I mean, he had made a lot of plans, but he had plans to get his son back. He had an album dropping at some point that was, you know, very close to when he passed and then he just all of a sudden just up and passed away and it's just like why does this happen why do people seem to be on the verge of making some sort of comeback only to you know unfortunately pass away it's very sad and it's kind of scary i mean it kind of makes me want to have no plans to like ever stop and then come back to do something only to you know pass away on the verge of it but i guess maybe that's like a blessing in disguise possibly because you're you're excited about this new chapter this new journey in your life and yeah it is cut short but for, i guess for you in those moments you're thinking about that next chapter and you have something to live for and it's and it's, it's exciting right like it's, it's very sad to think about it's very sad to talk about but at the same time it's like i wonder like what that process was because this to me is just it's it's almost a little bit unreal because it's like what are you like what are you talking about we were just having like i was just at work the other day swear to you just at work the other day having a conversation about s club 7 coming back because like a lot of people around me they're much younger than me so they don't know who i'm talking about but the ones that do we talk girl we'll sit there and talk about like remember play remember s club remember 90 degrees and we'll just have like these conversations because like we can play that music it's, it's kind of like friendly enough that it's not like you know insulting to anyone or you know 
bad. Um, but we had a conversation about us club, like, just last week about them getting it back together. And me being like, girl, can you believe they're about to go back on tour? Like, what? I gotta get some tickets. Like, I was just making these jokes online and, and just talking about, like, how I can't wait to get some gay love from John. And then this happens, and I'm just like, and not even just for me, but other fans, too. Like, like people, there were some people from the 90s who were just, or early 2000s as well, who were just hyped to see this. And now it's like it's not going to happen or like at least his part is not going to happen in it and i can't imagine that if he passes they're going to do this now they might delay it again because like this it's a lot you know and it makes me want to kind of deep dive and figure out like what could have happened without being you know without prying in people's business stuff but it's just like it's as a fan it's just it's really sad because i was really hyped that s club 7 was making a comeback and they were going to make some new music possibly and if this whole thing stuck imagine how many other bands could come back like I know Bewitch did one of those kind of interviews recently. Steps did one of those kind of interviews. In like the last five, six-ish years, they brought a lot of these 90s bands and boy groups and girls back to have these conversations about where their career went and what how things went wrong, what good things happened in their lives, how they fixed and mended fences. So it's like, to have this happen, like, it just, it's sad. It really is sad. And it just makes you wonder, like, what if? But I don't know. Escope 7 will always have, and I mean this, I'm not being dramatic. I'm not, like, talking about because he passed away. Like, Escope 7 will always have a special place in my heart because it was just something unique. It was just, they didn't always necessarily have the best music or whatever, but it was something that was unique. You had four girls and three boys and they were just all different kinds of people and they were just fun to watch and I just I loved their just their vibe together the way that they were and then they were kind of one of a kind because they had their own tv show they had had a movie a concert like they had all these things that a lot of the boy groups and, and and stuff didn't have back then they had a whole you know they had a whole gig on ABC family they were you know they were doing stuff it wasn't like they were just you know putting out flop albums or whatever they had things to fall back on like and that's what made them cool and that's what made them somewhat unique and original and it's just sad because it's like like i said s club will always hold sorry um s club 7 will always hold a special place in my heart and as will each and every member of the group as will you know paul bradley john um tina rachel hannah and joe and it's just it's very sad and like I don't know it's just it's always sad when the people that you grew up listening to pass away because you're just like damn like are you like are you serious like so honestly my heart goes out to his family his friends his fans um and like I said the the you know the band S Club and I I really hope that you know there can be some sort of positive for the surviving members because you know it's just it's just it's it's very sad um but yeah, please lift his family up in prayer and, you know, in your thoughts, please. Um, I know some people don't like the idea of thoughts and prayers, but they've always been effective and they've always worked for me. I can't speak for everyone else, but I can speak for myself and my experience. So if you're a believer and you believe in the power of prayer and just, you know, please say a prayer for his family, his friends, his fans, and just for him, wherever he may be. And yeah, I just hope that, you know, the memory of him and the other S Club members will live on in the music always. I'll always cherish S Club stuff. Like I said, they always will hold a special place in my heart. Because um, I, I grew up with their TV show. I grew up watching their movie, whether it was bad or whatever. It was a good bad that I liked. So, um, but yeah, I, I will see you guys later. But yeah, 
rest in peace Paul and thank you for all of the memories that you know I had as a kid watching you guys on on TV and the posters that I had on my wall that's love and the music that I listened to from you guys like you know you were a huge part of my childhood and this is really sad so I'll see you guys later have a great rest of your day night evening afternoon whenever you listen to this bye